welcome to Amazing Minds Lab podcast. I am your host, Kali Alfaro, psychologist, author, and hypnotherapist. This is a podcast where we are going to look at creating the most amazing mindset for your wellness and success. We are going to look at understanding your mind, releasing negativity, fears and limitations, and allowing you to shine. I'm going to mix psychology with neuroscience, a little bit of spirituality, and a touch of cheeky to allow you to feel amazing. So buckle up and listen up. I am so happy that you are here. Hello and welcome everyone. I am so excited to welcome you to the very first episode of Amazing Minds Lab podcast. I am your host, Kali Alfaro, psychologist and hypnotherapist, and you are in for a treat. I am going to run you through some beautiful aspects of how your mind interacts with the body and how you can begin to learn how to use this. So let's get started. In a world like today, I think everyone is just so incredibly stressed and so reactive to everything that is going on. So today I would like to dedicate this episode to really getting an understanding of how your mind works so that you can feel a little bit more empowered in a time where everyone feels and seems to be losing control, losing control of everything. So uh, one of the most common questions that I hear as a psychologist is it happened out of nowhere. When people are talking about panic, anxiety, a burst of anger or something, right? So although at the time it might feel like it's come out of nowhere, the reality is, is that we are constantly um, being triggered and responsive to our environment and to our thoughts. And we carry so much information within us. We carry so much knowledge, beliefs and patterns deep within us. And the environment around us also carries a whole bunch of information. And we're constantly engaging with this. Um, and so there is almost like this unseen dance that happens between your mind, your body and your environment and you're feeding off each other. And so when you're constantly sort of making meaning of the world around you, this is based on your belief systems. And there is so much that we can't see, that we can't perceive, that we're not actually aware of, but everything is so deeply interconnected. So we're going to talk about that today. And I want you to think about your mind and your mindset as one of the most valuable aspects of who you are. And I want you to really, I want you to want to understand how it works. Because the moment that you get on top of your mind, you can begin to change the way you perceive things, the way you understand things, your attitudes, all of that begins to merge and shift. So I want you to think about investing in your mind as one of the most valuable assets in your life and one of the most beautiful things that you can do for yourself. You get on top of your mindset and everything changes for the better. 
I want you to think about this. When you have a strong, healthy and happy mindset, your life will begin to represent these things also. You will be able to face adversity in a much more positive manner. Your ability to bounce back and be more resilient will increase significantly, right? So I talk about this in my book. And one of the things that I say in my book is your mindset can really be quite volatile if it's untrained. It'll fluctuate from being really positive and light when the situation sort of presents that. And then sometimes you'll just slip into this darkness or panic or anxiety. And these fluctuations can often occur as a result to subconscious patterns in your internal mind. It can also occur as a result of external circumstances. So you could be really reactive to the external environment. It can also be a response of what people are doing and saying to you, right? And other times it'll seem like it's coming totally out of nowhere. So I want you to understand that your mind is programmed primarily from the ages of zero to seven 95% of the programs that all of us as adults are carrying and following and playing out are programs that were formed between the ages of zero to seven. So just stop and think about that for a moment. These are programs that were formed when your mind wasn't entirely developed and you were absorbing everything that was happening to you and around you as fact because your critical analytical part of the brain wasn't quite developed at that time so this is a survival mechanism we'll go into that another time but I just want you to think about that so when the mind is untrained and we haven't done a lot of work on ourselves in our adult life what begins to happen is it's quite volatile and so all of these fears and limitations they're going to poke their little heads out in times of stress and in times of fear or whenever you're getting triggered by a person, place or thing. So I want you to think of it like an untrained animal. It might be peaceful and gentle at first, but the moment it feels threatened, it'll defend, attack, run or howl in an unpredictable manner. And your untrained mind is very similar. So think about it, you know, we're adults chucking little tantrums like children if we haven't done work on ourselves. We're going to be emotional, we're going to be reactive, we're going to be easily triggered if we take things personally all the time. If we can begin to notice these things, you start to notice the patterns that are actually running you. So I want you to take today's session as a little bit of an intro to self-awareness as well. The more self-aware you are, the more empowered you are to make changes. So I want you to think about the fact that you are a walking field of memories and experiences. Think about that for a moment. And that walking field of memories and experiences is taking you from A to B and everyone else that you come across is also 
a walking field of memories and experiences. So everyone is interpreting life based on their own sort of database, right? Based on their own experiences. So when you have thousands of thoughts every single day and these thoughts create emotions and those emotions have a biochemical change in your body, it's so important to get on top of it, right? So the untrained mind will quite easily be triggered. It will react and dwell on these unpleasant feelings. And when you carry too many of these negative emotions, traumatic experiences and hurt that you haven't dealt with, it really won't take much for you to get triggered. So if you're resonating with this, I want you maybe to stop and think about the last few moments in your life, the last few days that you have felt triggered by things. And you're going to start to notice that there might be a pattern. And I want you to note that this is not your fault, right? This is just your mind responding to the orders that you give it subconsciously. These are subconscious patterns just playing out. So I want you to start becoming more aware. The more aware you are, the more empowered you are to make changes. So I want you to think about the questions that you ask yourself. So I'm pretty sure it was Einstein, actually. I'm almost 100% sure it was Einstein that said the quality of your life is dependent upon the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. And that is so incredibly true, right? And the questions that you ask yourself is sort of like the key that is unlocking these subconscious patterns deep in your subconscious mind, right? So your mind will tell, will do what you tell it to do. So for example, if you say, why does this always happen to me? You've told your brain or your mind to look for the answer. And your mind is going to go into your internal filing cabinet and it will find an answer. And if it can't find an answer, it will turn on you and go, it's because you're stupid. It's because you're a slow learner and you never learn. It's because you're the middle child. <laughs> Whatever, it'll come up with an answer, right? And generally, why questions will send you down a rabbit hole. Why questions will trigger emotions of despair, it will trigger emotions of anger, it will trigger emotions of sadness, and it will make you feel really stuck. That feeling of being stuck is a biochemical change that has actually occurred as a result of those emotions being triggered. So for example, instead of a why question, if you stopped and you asked yourself, what can I do differently so that this doesn't continue to happen? Now, that's an awesome question. And simply by asking yourself a question that starts with a how or what, you are activating your brain's ability to look for an answer that is solution-focused. When you look for an answer that is solution-focused, you feel more in control. So you might still feel frustrated, but the feeling is you're motivated to make change. The frustration is motivating you to make change. And so that feeling of motivation is the biochemical result of you feeling more empowered and more in control. So 
start to think about a couple of experiences in your life that you are struggling with and begin to eliminate the why questions and allow yourself to just continue to ask the how or what questions and see what emotions begin to unfold as a result of that. You're going to notice that the way that you interpret those situations as a problem or as an opportunity for you to grow is going to significantly change. And this in turn begins to change your experience. So if you now begin to feel more in control, you're going to slowly start to train your mind to ask yourself better questions. And by training your mind to ask yourself better questions, what you start to do is those secretions of chemicals, biochemical change, which is a result of an emotion, a positive emotion, that is going to energize you. That is going to activate the parts of the brain that are responsible for problem solving. This will make you feel better almost immediately. And notice that just activating the idea of coming to a solution makes you feel better. This is a little gold nugget. So you don't actually need to get to the result to feel better. Just activating the thought of that problem being resolved already makes you feel better. So I want you to imagine that by doing this, you are slowly training your brain to secrete chemicals that are going to make you physically feel better. These chemicals have incredible power in your body. It will allow you to improve all of your cognitive capacities. Not only the cognitive capacities, but it begins to boost your immune system. It begins to reduce inflammation. So what we're talking about is you are slowly beginning to release and diminish that stress survival response and you're going into creativity and problem-solving response. So this is a higher order functioning within your brain, right? So this is where the brain starts to really work at a much, much better speed, more clearly, you feel more empowered, you feel more confident and you're going to notice that this is going to have a snowball effect. So the more confident you feel, the more you are activating the right questions in your, in your brain, the more of these positive chemicals that have been secreted, and then this is going to change your behavior. You're going to start to ask other people more empowered questions. That's going to change the way that you engage with them, right? So what begins to happen is that by simply asking yourself a different question, you begin to change the experience of your life. And I want you just to sit there for a moment and think about how powerful that is. Simply changing the questions you ask yourself changes the experience of your life. That is so powerful. And I just want you to think about how can you slowly begin to implement this into everyday activities? Asking your partner, your sibling, your boss, your children, your friends, different questions. So 
I want you to get excited because this is one of the quickest ways of allowing you to begin to change your mindset. This also allows you to feel more in control of your body and your life. The more in control you feel, the more resilient you are to stress, right? So especially now with everything that is going on in the world, a lot of people are not feeling in control. So write down a list of things that you can immediately take action on so that you can slowly begin to feel more in control. So I want you to understand that the more self-aware you are, the more power you have to change. The more empowered questions you ask, the more positive the biochemical change in your body and the more positive the biochemical change in your body, the more you are taking control of your physical health because the mind creates a biochemical change based on your emotions. Posit- I want you to think about it this way. Positive emotions will create biochemical changes that make you feel energized. They'll make you feel more alert. They'll make you feel more motivated. And this will fuel your body to actually move and be more effective. And it will make you feel more invigorated, more alive. You very rarely see a positive person walking with their head down, really slow, kind of depressed. And the same goes for you very rarely see a depressed person walking around, skipping and happy and all sort of chirpy with their head held high, making great eye contact and smiling, right? Because all of those negative questions that create the negative emotions of anger and sadness and despair and guilt and shame, those emotions create a biochemical change in your body that make you feel really, really tired, right? So if that is all you can take on for today and begin to implement, that is massive, absolutely massive. And I want you to understand that every single time that you interrupt a negative thought pattern by asking yourself a different question, you are actually weakening that neural pathway in your brain. And by weakening that neural pathway in your brain, you actually begin to create more positive pathways and your brain begins to learn, oh, this is familiar and this makes me feel good, right? So if I'm asking myself positive questions or how, what questions, and that begins to make me feel good, the brain starts to pay attention, goes, oh, I like this. I'm going to do this more often. So what I want you to take away from this is the brain will go to what is most familiar, even if familiar is toxic. So if you have a negative thought pattern, if you have really negative self-talk, if you're overly critical, overly anxious, always doubting yourself, even if it's horrible, if that is your default way of functioning, if that is the most familiar pattern in your mind and in your brain, your brain will always go towards that because it's familiar. And this is a survival thing. What is familiar seems most safe, right? Whatever is unfamiliar is fearful. It's unsafe. So I want you to think about the fact that 
if you start to ask yourself more empowering questions and that begins to activate those beautiful positive emotions which are going to energize you and the brain starts to pay attention and it starts to kind of go, I like this, I'm going to do this more often, what begins to happen is you're going to practice that and you're slowly making that a familiar practice, right? You do this, you pick a space in your home, you pick a space in your garden, you pick a space in your workplace and you do this regularly. If you can do it at the same time every day or at least in the same place, you are making neuro associations to that activity, to that feeling. And by doing this, you start to create more empowering neural pathways that make you feel better. And slowly you're going to notice if you do this every day, if you do this for a couple of months and slowly, slowly you get to six months down the track, you are making neural pathways in your brain that are positive and familiar. The brain loves familiarity. So it's going to go towards that more easily. It will require a lot less effort and it will be less resistant until you do it so much that it's going to be the default way of thinking. And let me tell you this, there is nothing more valuable for you to have an absolutely positive and empowered mindset as your default way of functioning. It will make a world of difference. It will allow you to be more successful. It will allow you to think more clearly. It will allow you to be more emotionally available, more emotionally responsive, more emotionally resilient, and it will help you to bounce back from all of the life stresses. So this is the most valuable investment you can ever make in your life. If you create an empowered mindset, you are set. Everything else snowballs from that. And you're going to slowly begin to notice that you're going to start to challenge your belief systems. You're going to start to challenge your patterns. And you're going to get a greater understanding of who you are, more importantly, who you want to become and what you need to do to get there, right? So let's recap. I want you to think about the fact that I want you to be self-aware, right? Be aware of what is triggering you in your environment. Be aware of the thoughts and the patterns that you are activating. Then think about what kind of questions are you asking yourself? Start to eliminate all of the why questions, right? Then I want you to start to activate, write them down, have a journal, get really proactive about this. Start to write how and why questions. How can I do this differently? What is it about the situation that I can learn from? What kind of person do I need to talk to to solve this problem? How can I interpret this in a way that is positive, right? There are so many questions that you can ask yourself. Then start to notice how that feels. How does it feel to think that you have resolved that situation? And really tap into that feeling. Close your eyes, put your hands on your heart, do some breathing and really imagine, visualize yourself fully resolving that situation and allow yourself to bask in that feeling. We're so good at dwelling on negative stuff. I want you to bask in this beautiful feeling of, oh my gosh, I would feel so relieved if I didn't have to deal with that. Or I would feel so happy if I achieved that. 
feel that. Notice the sense of control that that gives you. Notice the action that you need to take. Be super aware that you want to start creating more positive thought patterns and really weakening the negative ones. Every single time you interrupt yourself, you're weakening a neural pathway that is negative. And you are making this positive self-talk, this positive questioning more familiar so that the brain will want to go there. And get into the habit of doing this. Hijack your mind, hijack that autopilot that is negative, critical, fear-based and start to go, no, 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 no. I'm running the show now and this is how we're going to do it, right? Remember, the quality of your life is dependent on the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. So I'm going to leave you with that. Hopefully you are taking away some valuable information and steps that you can begin to implement right here, right now. Remember your mindset is the most valuable thing. And in the next episode, we are going to add to this. But for today, I want you to think about hijacking your mind to create it into the most empowered, amazing mindset. Thank you so much for listening today. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. The information provided in this podcast and the opinions expressed by Kali Alfaro and all guests are simply generic. They do not take any personal cases into consideration. They should not be treated as any type of substitute for psychological, medical or health conditions. This podcast is not intended to replace diagnose or treat any health condition all information provided is simply for general well-being and does not take any individual cases into consideration. Kali Alfaro takes no responsibility for any symptoms or consequences expressed as a direct or indirect result of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.